This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. You remember Jeff Clark, formerly of the Department of Justice, now disgraced and indicted by Fawny Willis in Georgia for his role in election interference using Department of Justice letterhead to try to interfere with the election. That Jeff Clark. Jeff Clark doesn't want to be tried in front of Judge McAfee in state court probably because things aren't going well for the defendants there. Cases are moving along at a very high velocity. Um, and the judge is showing that he doesn't have any patience for nonsense arguments or nonsense motions. So let's try federal court. Jeff Clark watched what Mark Meadows did last week and two weeks ago when Mark Meadows actually testified, waiving his Fifth Amendment defense and testified to try to keep the case or bring the case to federal court. That failed miserably. Jeff Clark looked at that and said, I got a way. I got a better way. <laughs> I'm not going to testify at all. I'm going to submit an affidavit or a declaration under penalty of perjury. And I'm going to get an affidavit from a disgraced former attorney general under Ronald Reagan, Edwin Meese, who resigned in disgrace over a scandal, but happens to be a Heritage Foundation, Federalist Society kind of guy, to, to submit an expert opinion whatever, declaration that says everything I did was within my job description on the Department of Justice and can't be the grounds for a state criminal prosecution. Take my case to federal court. Let me just point this out. In We're in a, we're in a, um, a transfer removal procedure. And even though at the trial of the criminal case, the prosecutor, Fawny Willis, has the burden to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, that's not the standard here. The standard to try to take your case to federal court from state court is the burden is on the person seeking the removal, Jeff Clark. So he has the burden, not the prosecutor. That's a that's a nice twist. He has the burden to show by clearing convincing evidence that he has the entitlement to go to federal court in order to carry your burden, because that's what it sounds like. You, you carry a burden because it's heavy. And in order to carry it, you got to do it with evidence, not just lawyer talk, uh, not just lawyer naked argument without factual support, and generally not without witnesses. But Jeff Clark decided literally to mail it in. He sent a, in lieu of his testimony, because he's not testifying live, he prepared and submitted a declaration, which is a type of affidavit under penalty of perjury. By the way, that whole thing is also a waiver of his Fifth Amendment privilege, and Fawny Willis can use it against him and will use it against him when she when the case gets back quickly to the state court and for the prosecution in front of Judge McAfee in the jury trial there. Putting that side for a minute, he then, so that doesn't carry his burden because he's not testifying. That's a big problem when you have the burden. And the second is he submits some sort of, I don't know, expert opinion declaration affidavit from Edwin Meese. Ooh, search your history and, and memory banks. Edwin Meese, formerly an attorney general for Ronald Reagan, that's true. But what he left out of his affidavit is that he resigned in disgrace in 1988 in the face of a scandal. He was what was referred to back in the 1980s as ethically challenged. He was an ethically challenged attorney general of the United States, and he had to resign. But they dug him up. He's 91 years old. He's now on the board of the Heritage Foundation, does work with the Federalist Society. So he's that kind of guy. And he said, sure, I'll. you can ghostwrite an affidavit for me, and I'll put my little initials next to it, and I'll sign at the bottom line. And the problem is the judge rejected it. 
The judge rejected all of the declarations and affidavits submitted by Jeff Clark. They said, I'm not, he said, I'm not taking Jeff Clark. He's got the burden. He wants to show up and be cross-examined in an adversarial process. That's what we have here. That's fine. If he's going to waive his appearance, I want the lawyers to prepare a waiver and file it, which they did. Because then he, the judge wanted to clear on the record that Mr. Clark had the opportunity to testify and that he waived that opportunity. The judge made it clear, I'm not taking in lieu of your testimony an affidavit. Just in general, teachable moment. You can't generally try your cases with affidavits. You can submit affidavits in support of certain motions. But when you come to an evidentiary hearing or you come to a trial, you got to have live testimony or next best thing, a deposition, uh, at least a uh, transcript that's being read. Clark did any of those things, despite the fact he has the burden, carrying the burden. Then they threw in this Ed Meese declaration. Judge took one look at that and at the hearing today said, with all due respect to Mr. Meese, <laughs> you know you know what's coming next. Uh, it's really just filled with a bunch of opinions that don't seem to have any basis in the facts here. He wasn't in the Trump administration. He doesn't know what happened after Ronald Reagan in 1988. Um, I mean, at 91, he, I hope he knows you know, where he's at and what his name is. Uh, putting that aside for a minute, <laughs> okay, the uh, the judge rejected that particular uh, item and said, I'm not going to allow either of the two declarations to come in. Now, you might be wondering, well, how does Jeff Clark carry his burden of proving that he has entitlement to the um, uh, removal? And the answer is he doesn't because now he didn't come prepared to carry his burden. On the other side, the prosecutors who don't have the burden, they brought in evidence, right? They brought in evidence of things that they're going to try in the indictment of things that he did improperly, argued that all of that is outside of his job description as the number five or six lawyer in the Department of Justice. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush has time sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute clean. It's a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. The Quip toothbrush also has a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter and reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, as well as bright plastic colors that's sure to add a pop to your bathroom counter. And so you know, the electric toothbrush isn't all Quip has to offer. The water flosser hits all the right spots with gentle or deep clean pressure at the touch of a button. And the Quip mints and gum are incredibly refreshing. I truly have Quip to thank for my entire dental care routine, and I don't know where I'd be without them. So listen, it's time to skip the batteries and snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electric toothbrush. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of brushing. If you go to getquip.com slash legalaf right now, you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush mitten gum dispenser, or water flosser. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mitten gum dispenser, or water flosser at getquip.com slash legalaf, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash legalaf. Quip, the good habits company. Now there's some dispute over what role Jeff Clark played at any given moment. 
There's no dispute that he was hired and confirmed to do one thing. He was like the number five assistant attorney general. There's about 10 of them responsible for environmental and and natural resource division of the Department of Justice. An environmental lawyer. How he got into the ear hole and became an earworm for Donald Trump is left for another day and another hot take. But he leapt up five five levels to become Donald Trump's right-hand person because he would do whatever Donald Trump told him to do. So there's some debate over what happened after he was the Environmental and Natural Resource Division Assistant Attorney General. The Jan 6 Committee laid out evidence, and I think Jack Smith has adopted it, which is for a brief moment in time, Donald Trump offered Jeff Clark the acting Attorney General of the United States position. There's also suggestion that at least in 2020, he became for a moment when Jody Hunt retired, that he became, or or resigned, sorry, that he, Jeff Clark, became the acting attorney general for the civil division, the civil division. And what what, um, Fonnie Willis did, which was perfect, is that she got testimony, not by affidavit, but live in the courtroom from Jody Hunt, who was the immediate predecessor to Jeff Clark in that job. And he testified to show that all the things in the indictment were outside of Jeff Clark's job description. Jody Hunt described the job that he had, that Jeff Clark took over as follows. We're not responsible as the head of the civil division for election interference type claims. He said in his testimony that that is the responsibility of the um, civil rights division. That would be one place to start. And um, another part of the Department of Justice um, having nothing to do um, with the civil division. So it would be the civil rights division, uh, which would uh, handle that. And um, another division, perhaps the criminal division, but not the division that at best Jeff Clark took over from Jody Hunt. Jody Hunt is also interesting because after he resigned from the Trump administration, not like Ed, Ed Meese, the Reagan administration, he went on to back to his private practice. And one of his first clients related to Jan 6 was Cassidy Hutchinson. Cassidy Hutchinson, Mark Meadows' right hand, cooperating witness with the Jan 6 committee, with Fawny Willis, and with Jack Smith. To take down Mark Meadows, she was the fly on the wall that saw everything happen inside the West Wing, inside the Oval Office, inside the Chief of Staff's office, what happened on Jan 6th, what happened on the crazy day that Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and um, Overstock.com guy and Michael Flynn broke into the White House, basically got led into that office to meet with Donald Trump to talk about suspending the Constitution. She had a Trump-paid lawyer. When she had the Trump paid lawyer, she didn't tell the truth. When the Trump paid lawyer told her to not remember certain things, she said, that doesn't make me comfortable. And she hired Jody Hunt. After she hired Jody Hunt, Cassidy Hutchinson told the truth to the Jan 6 committee about everything that she saw the president do, Mark Meadows do, and everybody around him, around them. And she's cooperating willingly with Fawny Willis, with Jack Smith, and the rest. So that Jody Hunt. That's a powerful guy to have in a room testifying for you, especially when the other side isn't having anyone testify with them at all, even though they have the burden of proof. 
Uh, we'll have to await Judge Jones's written decision, but let me just give you, for as a practicing uh, practicing lawyer for 32 years, my handicap on this one. If you've got the burden of proof and you don't bother to testify, your affidavit is stricken by the judge and your expert affidavit is also stricken by the judge, leaving you sort of naked with your lawyers just making legal argument, you will not be able to carry your burden of proof. On the other hand, uh, Fawny Willis is able to ring the bell again about all the bad things that Jeff Clark did in preparation for indictment. She gets to use the declaration and sworn testimony of Jeff Clark, even though the judge rejected it. It is under oath in her criminal case. So that's another screw up, right? Another unforced error by the defense. And um, she put on her own witness, Jody Hunt, former head of the civil division, the immediate predecessor to Jeff Clark, to say that guy is lying in everything that he just said because he would never have had responsibility for sending letters about election interference because he was not the head of the criminal division nor the head of the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division. We're going to continue to follow these jokers as they make these legal arguments and just basically give gifts to the prosecution in the form of sworn testimony, whether it's Mark Meadows on the stand giving live testimony. I mean, they must really want to get out from Judge McAfee and go to federal court because the the, the juice doesn't seem to be worth the squeeze. I get it. They want to run to federal court because they want to slow the process down and they want to have immediate access to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, which they think could be favorable to them, although it wasn't favorable to Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case. And they want to get a fast track to the U.S. Supreme Court and they don't want to do it through the Georgia Courts of Appeal. And if they ever go to trial, they'd rather have a federal jury pool picked from slightly broader than just Atlanta than a state one. But look what you're doing in the meantime. Look at the amount of eggs that you're cracking in order to make this crazy omelet. I follow this type of legal procedure and their results because I sit at some very valuable real estate just for the Midas Touch Network, the corner of law and politics. I do it here on Hot Takes, just like this one, exclusively on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Free subscribe, help them get to 2 million free subscribers. And then every Wednesday and Saturdays on a podcast called Legal AF. Yes, it's what you think. And it's every Wednesday and Saturdays. I co-anchor it both days. I've got Karen Friedman-Ignifolo on Wednesdays, former prosecutor Ben Micellis on Saturdays. And we pull it all together and do this kind of analysis, hopefully in an, in, an inf in an informative and entertaining way. If you like what I'm doing, give me a thumbs up right here. It helps with the ratings. And you can follow me on all things social media. Go ahead, at MS Popuck. Until my next hot take and legal AF, this is Michael Popuck. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.